Warning, if you are faint of heart or easily offended, this show is not for you. Prop bets. Sure. I have done my research. Okay. I am not going to talk about all your prop bets. Okay. But I would There's like many. To... There isn't many. Okay. So uh, you had one with Bill Perkins that you wouldn't ejaculate for a year. You want to tell us about that? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Do I just ask you or do I ask the question? All right, welcome to the Nick Fertucci Show. I am Nick Fertucci, and I am here with Antonio Esfendiari, the magic man. Antonio, you made it. I made it. It wasn't easy. No, an hour and a half of traffic to come see you. Yeah. Uh, if you were not my friend, there's 0% chance I would drive an hour and a half like in traffic, in LA traffic on Friday afternoon to come. Well, you FaceTimed me and bitched the whole, the whole way here. I didn't bitch. I was just trying to show you what was happening around <laughs> me. Right. I was a complete stop on the 405, and I thought that you should know that. And what did I have here for you when you got here? A chicken tortilla soup as requested. Nice, right? So we're square? I wouldn't Ish. say we're square. I, I, I can typically get chicken tortilla soup a lot closer to my house. But I'd have to pay for it, so there is that perk. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, there's still a little bit left on the tab. But gas costs more than the soup. Oh, you want gas money? No, but I'm you just saying I could have stayed maybe local. Maybe you should get back into poker. Uh, too late for that. Too late. Too we're going to talk about that. Sure, you disappeared. Sure you disappeared kind of from I the did. poker world. Rest in peace. Yeah, Antonio. rest in peace. All right. This is painful for me. Because I don't like saying anything nice about you ever, but let's get your stats out of the way. Because I think, and, and tell me if there's anything I'm missing. Sure, let I, me know. I only know of a couple of them. All right, forget so the rest. For WSOP, you have three bracelets. Yes. Okay. Well, two and a half. Uh, what does that mean? One drop, forty-eight people. We're you gonna get to that. We don't count it as well, a whole one. Oh, but. so the third one, one of the bracelets, the one drop. That's correct. <clears throat> was that is that a troll or a needle no. or what, what you didn't? No, I thought you had three bracelets and a one drop. I didn't know. So I didn't then know. Wouldn't that be four? I mean, a man yeah. of your stature no, and success should know well, that three plus one is four. No? I know. Uh, do you have four? No. You have three. I have three. Okay. So you have three So therefore, bracelets. it should not be included in the count. That's all I'm saying. Well, I said three. You said two and a half. I'm going with three. Maybe I mean, the, the one joke was cool. above your pay grade. The I would drops, think that you would have got it. The one drop's pretty cool. I, right. I'll bet you that most of the listeners got it. You have three bracelets. Yes. Two and a half. Two and a half. Ten final tables. I have no idea. That's what it says online. Sure. 46 money finishes WPT two titles, or is it two and a half? No, it's two. Two? Yeah, you got that one right. Eight final tables, 16 money caches. Uh, again, the one drop, which is part of the three bracelets. Uh, you won 18 million. 18.3 something something. 18.346.673. Yes. Oh, man of my stature research. There stuff. you go. I like them apples. Uh, you were day. the all-time winning player at the time until Daniel finished second in that same event, and then he passed you. That was also Correct. there. So that did you know long, that? That was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I knew when it happened. Yeah. Now I happened. have no idea where I am. No, because you don't, you're not in poker anymore. I'm actually curious. Where I, I can't even, I'm assuming I I'm not even in the top 10. I have no clue. Yeah, me neither. And we're going to talk about all that because... Who's number one? I don't know. But we're going to talk about that because back in your day, in your day, you know, if you won a big tournament or maybe two, like it's a big deal. Today, it doesn't even put you on the map. Yeah, and I think that was true starting many years ago. Yeah, it's when, been a when while. When I first started playing poker, if you won a WPT... <clears throat> Huge. 
you were yeah. an overnight you're, you're gonna get branded everything right. now it's, it's you know, like, and if you won the main event you're just that's it everybody knew over. you and whatnot but these days no more no more yeah we're gonna talk more about that later now on the on the one drop uh you how much what, what did you have of yourself i had somewhere between one and a hundred you now, can ask on, my man. cpa you can ask my father i promise though if you if they tell you they'll probably tell you the truth but you won't that's correct and i'm now, assuming they probably won't either but so you don't want you anyone try. to know how much you had of yourself for personal reasons well who knows who could be I listening i feel like no one should ever know someone else's net worth well my next question would be what's your net worth uh somewhere between zero and 100 million and i i don't want to say the number because then you'll know it's north of yeah I mean, i'm just trying to survive yeah Pertucci. i didn't just, have a real estate empire so and have just, people pay me all sorts of money to listen to me speak i had to go and play cards right and make a living you know? right it's so, not easy out there so we're gonna do a fluff piece then okay is that what we're doing no you don't want to answer I, tough questions like good questions this is what people want to never know. answer the question ever you never have never okay that's fair all right but uh, it was somewhere between <clears throat> one and a hundred I, I promise you that that's very nice i had more than one percent you did yes and well, i had good. less than a hundred percent it's fair did you have a tough time raising any of your investors can we talk about actually that? no okay. i originally i was going to commentate for <clears throat> for the event and then a buddy of mine just messaged me and said hey are you going to play this event i want to buy x percent and i said well if he wants to buy this maybe i can sell off the rest that i need to and get in this tournament and i sent out one email to you know a bunch of different people that i play with yeah and in a, in a couple hours you were on your way i was actually oversold i had to buy back a couple of points here and there after they had already committed and uh you know they were cool about it and then of course when i went on to win they weren't so they happy. weren't so happy but they yeah. were still cool about it and they were happy for me because they were my friends that's good so wow. you know it worked out was that out of everything you did was that like the most exhilarating feeling is that the like your most precious bracelet i know you didn't have it, to go through a lot of people i get that and it, no the meaningfulness yeah uh Probably not. I think my first WPT meant more because I went from zero to having some money. Yeah. Right. When right. I won the one drop, I had a little bit of money. Not to say that it didn't change my life because it did. And yeah. it was extremely beneficial for my life and my family and whatnot. But the impact that it had on my life, I think the, the WPT I won at 25 had more of an impact. It had more of an impact. You know, it's a question that I commonly ask there's been a few times where I've hung out with billionaires and I said, what meant more to you? Your first million, your first billion. First million. You know, and it's almost always your first million. Yeah. Right? Because when you kind of break through and then after that, it's all gravy. Yeah. It's like maybe that's why you remember your first love. I don't know. Who knows? Had well, the most impact. Great. I mean, no wonder you have this podcast with guests lying about the door. I know, I mean, right? That line was just, yeah. I, I, you know, whoever's listening out there. Do people you should, they should take the tortilla soup? <laughs> Out of their teeth while they're doing a show? Do I have to? Do <clears throat> no, I did it. Oh. Just uh, now with the paper. No, I liked it. I, yeah. I didn't know what you were doing. We're keeping it real. All right. So you're an actor too? Uh, no. Negative. But you were in three films? Or you just uh, did? Is we not going to talk about that? No, no. Sometimes sometimes my friends are making a movie or something. And you and get a say, part? Hey, do you want to? be in this movie. You have little yeah. parts in movies. I say sure. I'm not going to say no to being Baytown in a Baytown Outlaws, Runner Runner, and the Grand. The Grand? Uh, yeah. Nice. Yes. What kind if of parts If it wasn't for Runner Runner, I would have never met my wife. 
I thought you met your... No, no, no. I would have never been with my wife. Okay, because you met your wife at the first... We met at the World Series of Poker. World Series of Poker. And then um, <clears throat> she headed back to Miami, and I randomly got a call a couple days later to right. go shoot this movie in Puerto Rico. And so I called her and I said, hey, can I see you in Miami on my way to Puerto Rico? Nice. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have seen her, and that was it. Was, were you... Was, you were interested in her when you first saw her. Was she not interested in you at first? But no, I'm she, saying, how did you meet her? Like, how it, did you know? It's a, it's a very long story, but I... Do you have an abridged she, version? She's the most incredible girl yeah. uh, in existence. And I... She had other... Uh, she had a, a different trajectory in her life. And yeah. I wasn't a part of that. Right. And things happened. And somehow we ended up together. But if it wasn't for the making of Runner Runner and no me getting shit. a call randomly to be in Puerto Rico on the day that I had Your to be there. Your whole life would be different. My whole life would be different. Isn't that something? It's the way it goes. That's kind of cool. Yeah, very Whoever cool. that friend is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you were born in Iran. I was. Tehran? Tehran? Yes. Tehran, how do you say it? Yeah. And uh, when you came to America, you were how old? Eight, I believe. Okay. And it says here you didn't even speak English at all. There was no English at the time. You just spoke Farsi. That's correct. And why did you change your name? You changed your name in the ni 1990 or 19. So when I was doing magic, <clears throat> mm -hmm. I thought Antonio the Magician was a little more mystical than Amir the Magician. Yeah. And so I kind of went with Antonio. How the do you Magician. say it? Amir or how do you Amir. say it? Amir. My real name is Amir, Amir Ala Esfandiari. Holy shit. Nice. Okay. Uh, and when I did some research on you, even though we're friends, but I, I went and looked on a few things just because you're a diva. You didn't want to send me any information. It was hard enough to get you, didn't you ask here me for any information. I did. What do you mean? What, what? I, I did. I said, send me like a bunch of talking points and stuff. And you answered something. You're sarcastic. doing the interview. You have to do the work. <laughs> you want it. me to do the work? No. And drive two hours in traffic and <laughs> set it all up for you. I well, mean, I did it. Is this guy for real? I did it. I did it. So, okay. It, the research I did, your dad left everything for you and your brother to come out here correct yeah if you leave if you left iran at the time mm -hmm. they wouldn't allow you to take any wealth out they want the wealth to stay oh, in sure. the country yeah and so my dad was a very successful businessman back in iran but he had to give all that up in order to bring us to this country to give us a better life what now listen don't make fun of me when i ask you this because i understand what the better life is in america i do so i'm not i'm not being foolish when i say this but your dad was very successful there was probably a lot of things going on in his business what part of the better life was it in his opinion here like what was it well, that he wanted to give at, you look at the iranian yeah. regime compared to yeah. living in freedom yeah right i mean obviously i know that i was just saying but so he recognized that even though he was wealthy and all that that was more important. yeah i mean i wouldn't go as far as saying he was wealthy but he was very successful yeah. you know he had businesses and he had a family you know he had friends there and, and, a, and a real life there and he that's gave tough, all man. that you up give to your come whole identity here and start up. all over yeah I mean, your whole identity for that's your kids. huge but now you take care of your dad of course, he's my hero. He's my yeah. love. He's my everything you could ever imagine. I love that man so much. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool, man. Um, how did the how did this magic thing happen? Like, where did this come from? How did it get started? And how much of a how much of your life was it? Was it just quick, or it was a big pretty thing? pretty significant part of my life? I was in my late teens. I believe I was nineteen, living with a gentleman, Scott Stewart who uh, we used to wait tables together at a restaurant called Burke's in Northern California. Mm. It's like a very hip happening lunch spot yeah. for Silicon Valley. And I was sitting at a restaurant, um, not, not Burke's. I, this is how I actually got into poker, but I was still living with this guy when I got into magic. Okay. I 
or maybe it was before we moved in together. Anyway, I was about 18 years old and I, I went to a restaurant and the bartender put a deck out in front of me and said, what is your favorite card? And I named the seven of hearts, I believe. And he pulled out the deck and he went through and every single card was face down except for the seven of hearts. Wow. And being a card guy, lover my whole life, yeah. I was so intrigued and fascinated by this one magic trick that I literally lost sleep over it. And about a month ago, I was at another restaurant. I love to eat. And I saw that a magic store had just opened up called the Magic Hut. Hmm. So I made my way over there and I explained to the guy working there what I had seen. And he said, well, you can do that too. And I said, no way. He said, yeah. He knew the trick. He knew exactly what it was. And anyway, I found out how to do it. I practiced. You basically have to buy the trick, right? Um, well, I don't want to give away too much, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, It was with a deck of cards. Fair and enough. It took a lot of work to be able to successfully pull this trick off. You have to sit there for about at least four or five, maybe five, six hours of dedication with your hands and the deck to be able to do it without anyone catching you. Wow. Right. And yeah. so anyway, I did it. I practiced. And all of a sudden the reaction that I got from people instantly got me hooked on magic because, you know, my whole life I was picked on. I did not have a very good upbringing throughout school. Mm -hmm. I was always, you so know, this gave you positive attention versus a lot big of time. Yeah. And so I was instantly drawn to it. And for the next two, two and a half years, there was not a single second in my life where you didn't see me without a with without a deck of cards in my hand. Not one. Yeah. Driving. You were with obsessed my with it twenty four seven. Movies, cards. No matter what I was doing, I was practicing. Twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. I was an absolute machine. Well, yeah. This wasn't one of my questions, but again, it's interesting to me. Why were you picked on? What was the dynamics there? I was like a skinny Iranian kid. You were a dork. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, skinny Iranian kid, and yeah. You know, the well, kids you ran Iran, Iran weren't so. so nice, and yeah, so that was that. Okay, fair. That's fair. And yeah, also the U.S. didn't really like Iran at the time a lot. So well, wasn't that? What, did you come? Was it, it was, the, was it the post revolution? Crisis? Oh, post revolution. It was, it was. It was some years after that. Okay, but you know, a lot of hostility and whatnot. Totally. Yeah. yeah. When you did come here, when you got here, did you get a lot of pushback being from Iran? I as got a kid? picked on a lot. By other kids. Did even kids yes. understand the dynamics between? No, I don't think it was over the hostage thing. It was the whole. The different. You were different. It was just the different. You were thing. different. Yeah, yeah, kids are. Great. And I didn't run around with the cool kids. Kids are screwed up. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, that sucks. Um, but you were waiting tables and then you started doing tricks. So I was waiting tables at this very nice, you know, fancy kind of restaurant. Yeah. That was very popular. Silicon Valley jamming. Like, you know, right during the internet boom. And I would do magic for all my tables. And I would hand out my business card. And wow. then I would get calls to, you know, go to a Christmas do a party gig. or a birthday party. And all of a sudden I was making all this money doing magic. Wow. And I was living the dream. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I discovered poker. And it was kind of, you know, a battle between magic and poker and all this. But, you know, eventually poker just made more sense because there's yeah. very few magicians <laughs> that actually make money doing magic. Correct. Yeah, you know, that, that makes sense. Now, on my research that I did, it showed that maybe one of your bosses didn't want you to do the magic and one was cool with it. And then you stole one of their watches or you picked. Yeah. So the restaurant Burks was owned by a gentleman named Burke McCannellis, mm -hmm. who's a very successful business guy up, up in Northern California. Yeah. And the managing partner was a guy named Don Durante. And Don didn't like the magic. And he kind of put a kibosh on it. What a dum dum. 
I bet your customers loved it. He, of course, you go to a table. Oh my you're, god! You know, you're, it's like a show at your table. You have wine. You're having a good time. You probably a, were making the most tips. Honestly, I was crushing. You're crushing. Yeah, I was crushing. And he told me one day that it, you know it wasn't the right environment for it. And so I waited until Burke was in the next time, <laughs> and I pickpocketed his watch off his arm. Off his arm. Wow. And I I haven't done that trick in a long time, but I used to. I used to be pretty that's, good at it. I don't know how that's even possible. It's very possible. Hmm. And um, it's just misdirection. If I can get you to focus on something else, I can work on your watch without you seeing or knowing. You don't feel your arm? Oh, whatever. I, I know. We... Well, you do other things to the arm. Got it. You know, oh. I put something else in your hand. Yeah. Meanwhile, my hand's on your watch. Yes, you don't yes, really yes, know yes, what's yes, going yes, on. Yes, All yes. of a sudden, you're focusing. Yeah, your mind People goes... are watching. You want to you know, be trying to figure it out. And then, bam, all of a sudden... You don't even know, but I present you and your watches. <laughs> your watch is not on your arm. <laughs> so anyway, I pickpocketed Burke's watch, right. who's the owner, and did a whole magic show for him and his guests. And he and he was he was a great guy. He wasn't a restaurant guy. He was you know a real estate. Yeah. And he said, "Wow, that's amazing. Do you do that you know for the tables?" And I'm like, "Yeah, actually, funny you should ask because Don, who I know." is his boss yeah said that i can't do it anymore i used to do it for everyone he's no, like oh don't. you absolutely can and i will make sure to speak with don and was, that was it was don did don hate you after that he didn't love me, <laughs> he didn't love me. but what could he do <laughs> yeah well you went back to cleaning up yeah nice um okay so you you mentioned it how did poker how did that happen for you how i mean Again, that that movie Runner Runner changes the whole trajectory of your life with your wife, and I know how much you love Amal and, and your your babies now and stuff. So it's crazy. It's just like life's a game of inches. This is a game of inches too, right? Because if you don't get into poker, same thing. You, who knows what you would be well, who doing? Who knows? You still be doing magic, or I might work at the chicken tortillas. Yeah, place. making kebabs or something. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> probably kebabs. Kebabs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little uh, beef kubeda. Kubide. 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 Yeah. Mastokhiar. 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 All right. So when I was working at Burke's, I became roommates with a gentleman named Scott Stewart, who was a a buddy of mine. And we both needed a place to live, so we got a place together. And one day he was casually leaving. I said, where are you going? He said, I'm going to play poker. And I said, well, I thought there were no casinos in California. He goes, no, there's card rooms all over the Mm. place. And I, I, I was very interested. And so I ended up going with him. And he said, look, if you're going to play poker, I had a fake ID. I was 18 or 19. I was somewhere in that range. Mm -hmm. And he said, if you're going to play poker, you should learn how to play poker. And he gave me a book that he had read, Winning Low Limit Hold'em by Lee Jones. Wow. And so I read the book. Yeah. And it was, to me, it was that scene from The Matrix on this computer screen where you just see everything. Right. That's how I felt when I played poker after reading that book. I just saw that nobody had any clue as to what they were doing. When it came to starting hand selection, the math and whatnot. Well, let's face it. Back at that time, nobody did. Nobody had a clue. No. Nothing. I mean, wow. there yum, was yum, no yum, yum information. Yum. You had to go to the bookstore to get a book on poker. I mean, who did that? You can't just go on your phone. Nobody had a smartphone, right? Right. Wild. It was like the wild, wild west. So I started playing poker. and There's I, one of the legends right there, the books. This is the only other book I ever read on poker. Yeah. Winning Lola Maholdem and the Super, Super Systems. Systems. Yeah, I actually saw Dole one time in Vegas at the upper section of Bellagio, and I was so starstruck. The only time I've ever gone up and asked somebody for an autograph. <clears throat> and he um, signed that book. He signed a, a bill for me. That oh, is a still, bill? That's still in my safe, $100 nice. bill. Nice. I still have it. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, very cool. That of course, I've told him the story throughout the years. You know, yeah, yeah. We played poker together on high stakes. Isn't that surreal? Yeah. That's so I'm like, Dole, you'll never believe this, blah, we'll blah, blah. We'll get to that, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Wow, okay. Um, 
so I read the book. I started playing, and I never in a million years thought that I would ever go on to play poker, you know, professionally. You got the, obsessed with it, like the magic. I was obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was. Did playing the magic a lot of take poker. a little bit of a backseat once Big you started time. playing? Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And uh, and I, you know, I was I was waiting tables at Burks, and there was a casino Bay One Hundred One right down the street, basically a couple mm -hmm. exits down the street. So I would go to work. And then I would go straight to the casino, and sometimes I would be in full degen mode. I was I was young. I would go to wait tables, go to the casino, play all day and all night, and then go back to work. I mean, I was yeah, for about three months there. I, I thought to myself, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to end up like one of these guys who basically lives at the casinos. This is this cannot be the trajectory of my life." Right. You know? So you love poker and maybe wanted it to be your life, but not like that. No, and I also never thought I was going to be a professional poker player oh. until. I started, maybe it was my first World Series. I went down to the World Series of Poker. and How long was that after you started playing the first times or so? Maybe a couple years. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. But there was a game in the Bay Area, Spread Limit Hold'em, where you could bet anywhere from 20 to 200. And that was really the game that kind of made me realize that maybe I can actually make some money, real yeah, money, from right. playing poker. They were all so bad, um, and I just crushed. I crushed the game, and yeah. it was. And nobody knew how to play poker. There was really no competition. Yeah. And then I started going the World Series of Poker, and you know, here and we are today. When, it's crazy. And when you won uh, your first tournament, it was one point four million. You were twenty five years old ish. Yes, twenty five. Twenty five. And did you have all of yourself on that one? I had most. Okay. Yes. Fair enough. I that sold was a little. Nice of you. I sold a little nibble. Actually, there's a really funny story. Is a buddy of mine bought five percent, and this other guy that I didn't really like so much, we didn't really get along, had asked me for a piece. We used to play together, and I said no. Anyone that anyone knows? Uh, I would. I don't even want to say, but okay. probably not. He okay. Was, he was like a guy that used to play. All right. Anyway, my buddy messaged me and goes, "Hey, uh, so and so." wants to buy a little piece of my piece is that cool i said no i don't want this guy to have a piece of me bad juju too i just i you know yeah i, I don't want to work for someone else that i don't particularly <laughs> don't enjoy like. and anyway i remember after winning that tournament walking down the stairs at commerce you know the entire room downstairs playing cash games gave me an, an applause and i was Whoa. on top of the world you a, oh my god i was on top of the world i was a yeah. kid i was 25 years old oh. and i remember and i just the, the first person I noticed was that guy. Oh, <laughs> shit. Standing right there. He was so tilted. I've never seen anybody so steamed. And the pleasure I got from that was almost as good as winning, winning the, tournament. the tournament. That's how sick I am. I know how sick you are because I've been your friend for a while now. Yes. And I know how sick you are. You're so sick. I am sick. sick. You're sick. We'll get to all the sickness soon here. Uh, but 1.4 million at 24 years old, even if you had most of it. 25. Like, 25 years old. I mean, this is like a billion dollars. Like, what did you do? What's the first thing you went out and did? Let me, to tell you how it led up to that, I was worth 60, my bankroll was 60 grand hmm. the night before the tournament started. From just grinding. Grinding. Yeah. And wow. I, Crazy you know, cool. I lost that night before the tournament started, I lost my mind. I played in this cash game and I lost 30 grand. Oh no. Okay. One of my biggest, biggest your, my biggest loss ever, half, half bank my bankroll. Oh my God. And next, I had to pony up ten grand to play in this tournament. So now I'm down to twenty, from sixty to twenty. Three hundred and eighty-two players, I believe. Anyway, wow. five days what later, pressure. Five days later, boom, voila. So I invited all my friends down to L.A., took them all out, we partied, and then we drove back to 
San Jose two, three days later, and I told everybody not to tell my dad because I wanted to be the one to tell him. Sure. And I showed up at his doorstep, you know, with a little bag. And oh, dude, that's so cool. We had a big moment. and Yeah. Wow, that that's that, that is really cool. And, uh, and did you give your dad anything? Of course. Yeah. What else did you do? I, thought, I heard you bought a car, and then you crashed it. I bought um, my dream car, which was a Dodge Viper. Yeah. And I had it for <clears throat> maybe two weeks. I, that's long. And I took a girl. <laughs> for anybody that knows cars, the Vipers are the traction wise, they're the absolute worst cars. They don't, they, they just, just don't slide. stick and they, they just slide. Stick, yeah. And I, at the time, I didn't even know how to drive a Viper. The last thing I should have bought was a Dodge Viper. Anyway, I bought this Viper. Right. I took this girl on a date. And five minutes into the date, driving to the restaurant, I, you know, try to show off a little bit because I couldn't help myself. And I crashed into three parked cars on different sides of the street <laughs> in the worst part of San Francisco. Oh, wow. It was, and I just got bombarded with people trying to say, hey, that was my car. Don't call my insurance. Just give me some cash. They were trying to, they were trying to hustle you or? Yeah, literally. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not a good scene. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, three undercover cops just showed up. Mm. They were working the saved street randomly. Ass. And just saved me. I mean, I don't think it would have ever turned right. to violence, but I was so definitely, was I was definitely in an uncomfortable situation. Mm -hmm. Did, do you see the girl again? Uh, we actually, the the police officers offered to give us a ride home, and I said, "Is there any way you can take us to the restaurant?" Oh, and, you still wanted to go on the date. Well, what's the, the why not? The, the crash is over. Yeah, what can you I might do, as well. right? And anyway, no, they took us um, back to my apartment, which ended up working out better. Yeah, so. <laughs> you closed. You crashed I mean, the car I and closed. Just go on record and say I closed, but it was a good night. It was good. That's it was good. A good night. Yes. That's good. Yes. Okay. All right. Back to poker. So, did you? You said I. I saw that you said at the one drop. You knew you were going to win it. You just knew. Is that a true statement? Because that's what yes, I heard you say. I really felt it. I was doing some self-development work at the time, oh. and I really, really was clear in my head. Was the first one a shocker, or did you feel you could win it? The very first one, the 1.4. Oh, that one? I, I know the one I drop in, you knew, but I'm saying... I, I was at nowhere near you weren't. one drop mentality. No, it was nowhere. way It back. was just, yeah. I'm playing a tournament, yeah. and let's hope to run good and... Do, do well. you realize how lucky you are to have gotten into poker when you did at of such course. a young age? And I know you do, so I'm just saying it to say it. But like today, you can't become who you became. It's impossible with your stats. Like you have to 10x that at a minimum. It's like you know, you guys like Phil, you like all you guys. I mean, what a what a great timing to build a brand and and because you made a lot of money off endorsements and things too for a while. Yeah. Is yeah. there still no any complaints. of that? Um, there is very little that comes in. I actually yeah. just got offered something. Um, they offered me a pretty sweet deal, mm -hmm. but I just didn't want... I'm, I'm trying to have less commitments in my life. Yeah. So, so I, you lean... You have leaned... When did you start leaning way away from poker? Because... You don't play in many much of the tournaments like before. You could probably clean up if you wanted to get back in poker and get more branding and ambassadorships. But again, you want less commitment, and I know I know the answer. It's because of your wife and kids. That yeah, is I don't want to leave home. You don't want to leave home. I right. can't even get to get you here. Was an act of Congress. <laughs> well, and it's an hour away. It is Orange County, and yeah. it's an hour and a half. Yeah, of traffic. Like anytime gotta, we hang out, I got to go to you. It's it's hard to get me I've invited you out. over and you're like, oh, you I've know. I've designed no. my little bubble. Would you tell me on the way here you're not a poker player, you're a creator? 
a designer. A designer, because you designed your life. How you I like designed it. my life to <laughs> live it how I want to live it. <laughs> That's good. If I want to hang out with my friends that come over to my backyard. We barbecue, we hang out, we take my bikes, we ride on the beach. Yeah. I want to pick up my kids at school, so coming here this afternoon. You want to hang out with you? you I can't to, pick up my kids You come school. to the Ponderosa. That's it. You come to your place. It's over, or else there's no... Pretty much. It's hard to kind of get me out of my little... Do you ever, and I know probably the answer is no, or you would design it differently, but do you ever get stir crazy or miss no, those things? Not at all. Never. No. Could I you, love everything that goes with being a dad. I love the crap. I love the high. I love the low, the hangry, the bitchiness, whatever it is, I I've, embrace it. I've watched you in action. I see how much you love your kids. It doesn't bother me at all. And, you know, taking my kids to school picking them up after school, their after school activities, all that stuff is the absolute nuts to me. And I, you know, maybe one day I'll start playing some tournaments and whatnot, but now they're young and yeah. I want to be a part of that. And how do you create, I, maybe you don't need to because you made so much money. I don't know because you don't say shit. I don't know if but, that's true. That's just But I don't rumor. know if it's true either. I saying well, I don't know it, because so no. I don't want the yeah, no, viewers at home to zero, think that I made a bunch of money. It's between zero and a billion. But, but still the question is, is like, how do you, how do you, make a living how do you create revenue sitting at home um well i have there's things i do okay there's things i do that's it <laughs> that's it okay. i mean i still play some cards you do here and there oh yeah where just yeah, wherever yeah yeah okay we, all right yeah i got another question for you <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's like uh interviewing the cia all right uh let's see here um yeah, I've asked a couple of these here. Uh, I'm going to have to go gloss over a few that I know you won't answer. Um, how about this? Speaking about how different it is and how easy it was, not easy, because it wasn't easy, but how different it was to build a poker uh, brand and an empire back then because, you know, nobody really knew how to play poker. But how do you see, and this is like really macro vague, but how do you, what's the difference between poker today besides so many more people and obviously everyone has solvers and books, but what do you see the difference in it? Wasn't it more um, like fun. I, I, fun then, right? Of course. I just envy when I watch those old episodes and when I like go back into that day, I wasn't playing poker then, I was running businesses and I get so jealous because I feel like I would fit in there better. Of course, because you like to have fun at the table. Yeah, yeah. You know, you like to poke and be poked. <clears throat> and talk and yeah, and troll. Yeah. But of course, it, and that's what poker is all about. Poker was created so you could sit around a table and pass time and have a good time with your buddies. But right? Antonio, today... And now, yeah. it is nothing like that. What is it like? I mean, I don't know what it is now, but I know that well, you about, know a little as bit. of five, six years ago when I kind of stopped playing... You know, what is it? It was torture. Well, it was tell like me why. a staring fest. <clears throat> it's horrible. They should just have the WSOP of staring contests. Who can go longest without Ugh. a smile? It's unbelievable. So boring. And the robotic movements with the hands and the cards, I mean... Yeah. What, what, what are, you, are, what are you, we doing? You're just trying to drive every single bad player away. Who would want to play with them? I don't. Right. right. Because you know? the fun players want to have fun. Of they want to talk. They want to drink. They just want to have, have fun. Time, they want you to laugh at their jokes. Drink, but like, and you don't, look, there's a fine line. I totally understand that you want to be professional and you want to make money and this is your living and your passion. I totally get that. You can do that. You can do all the things that you do, but have more fun doing it. Yeah. Don't make it so robotic. I envy it because, you know? yeah, even now today, uh, of course, I'm in a different environment because I have the show and the show, we do that and there's fun players and we have a good time and we're all friends. So I am so lucky to have that. But the poker community looks at that and they're like, give you an example. I did an interview with Daniel last week and Negrano and here uh, he zoomed. 
Oh, so he gets a Zoom he's and, in I, and I have to come in. He's in Vegas. What's the difference? Two hours? You and I are better friends. You and I are better friends. Unbelievable. Okay. We have always we, one up. We have dinner Daniel. together. We, I get Daniel, it. Daniel, okay. I don't know. All right. So, um, but he was like, we were talking about the fact that like, if you even show emotion, like he knocked over his chair on accident or he threw a selfie stick or he gets pissed because he got knocked out of a tournament. That's what poker is. It's fun. It's emotions. Like I remember you always saying they, I get trolled too now because every time like something, I'm like, oh my God, that's so sick. Oh, fucking so sick. Like I verbalize it. Like it's sick and you show emotions and you get upset, you get happy. But now today you get judged when you show emotion. If you don't sit there like a robot and play like a robot and take your losses just with a smile and don't say anything to anyone. And it's like, I don't fit in. Well, I never experienced that. That was never, you're, maybe that's today. But, that's today. That's what I'm saying. You know. That's why, you know, I, I envy the day when you were back in the poker day because I watched those episodes. You guys are talking and laughing. You got Sammy Farha, you, you and uh, Phil Locke was hysterical. Like, not only to watch it, but to sit there and play that like you could play for hours because it's fun and you're competing, right? Yeah. So it's just a shame, but, you know... Um, but that's the new generation. I mean, and it's not their fault. It's just kind of what they're doing and the guys before them were doing, right? This is yeah. just kind of how it's been, right? The whole GTO yeah. and whatnot. So, yeah. well, but hopefully Daniel, somebody will come along and yeah, bring a little bit more life back well, to there's poker. Sometimes we see some glimpses of it here and there, but on shows. But generally speaking, if you go into a casino, I've walked into a casino in the last couple of years just to play. Everyone's just, right. just sitting there. Making sure their hands move the same way every time so you don't get a tell and, you know. Well, you can start needling those guys. I do, but I'm alone. And that should get things going. Yeah, I do. I try. Well, when I go to a table for fun and I see those guys, I'm just firing I was at the WSOP cylinders. in pain because the tournaments are so boring. Right. And, and I was at the table and no one was saying anything and I was an hour in and I said, okay, listen. Come on, guys. What's your favorite color? Like... What do you guys eat? Like, you know, I was trying to, like, get it going. And then eventually, like, people did start getting going. But I was right. bored stiff for, like, two hours, man. Yeah, it gets, it's tough. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 so, tell me, when you were playing back in the day with these guys, with Sammy Farha and Doyle and all all these legends in high-stakes poker, which, by the way, are the best episodes ever, <clears throat> was there anybody you didn't like playing with? Was there anyone you're just like, I don't want to be at the table with this guy? And who was your favorite people to play with and why? Um, I really enjoyed playing with Phil Locke. Yeah. Even though I never beat him. He just, he just always held over me. And he's also, you know, you know he's a good friend of mine. So yeah. we used to always just have so much fun at the same table yeah. together. It was just absolute laughs start to finish. Um, I didn't like playing with Rast because I think he just owned me. Mm. Rast is just so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and Durr always seemed to own me as well. Um, yeah. But I like them both very much. I mean, Rass is one of my best friends. No, totally. Uh, when Durr came on to the scene, he kind of brought a new element, right? He was, For sure. He, 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 was, he was boss. He was boss. Like, he, was he boss. came and a lot of people were like, whoa, what is this? Yeah, and like, that challenge that he put on to play anyone yeah. for any amount. Yeah. He just, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he was, he was pretty legendary. You know, a lot of those players, and I don't know if you agree with this, but like, there's a couple players like Daniel, yourself, you just, you know, you quit and doing your thing. But most of those players didn't evolve. And Daniel was telling me, you know, because obviously Daniel evolved because he did start to study. He started studying the charts. He had to. Like, he had to compete with, with the new generation. Right. I think if you want to play with 
the new generation, you have to. You have to, right? yeah. And he and put in the work. Yeah, he put in the work. And a lot of those guys you don't see anymore, and people wonder where they're at. They just they can't win because you know these these players are just so good now but boring and he was telling me a story about Doyle he said you know back in the day in Doyle's day he said there was no solver there was no this he would have to take a deck of cards and take ace king and a pair of queens and he'd have to run out the cards you know 400 times to figure out what's you know what to do like you had right. to literally run the cards out to figure out hands because there was none of that which is just like so interesting and um does Doyle still play do you know he, I, I don't have a Doyle update for years, but yeah. I hope he is. And yeah. I hope he's crushing because yeah. he's the freaking legend. He is a legend. And uh, yeah. You were a nit when you first started. Takes one to no one. I know. But Takes you were, one to no you one. You troll me all the time, but you were a nit for a lot of years. When I, I used to watch those shows. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was a nit. You were, right? Yes, yeah. I was a nit. Why? Well, I know you always joke. Everyone has a style, but like, what's I your just, ev what was your evolution? Why did my you evolution change? was I saw one player in particular play a completely, completely different style. Who? Rick Solomon. Ah. And I thought to myself, wow, this guy just plays so insanely wild. Yeah. And still finds a way to win. How is this possible? Right. And I could never beat the guy. And I just decided, okay, look, next time, there were so many times that I would play where I could, I saw an opportunity to do something, but I was too attached to the money and I didn't do you it. You were attached to winning. I was attached to the result. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to go this next session with zero attachment mm. and whatever happens, happens. And if I lose, whatever, life goes on. But I'm going to promise myself. You want to do experience? That when I that. see an opportunity, I'm going to take it. I'm not going to back away no matter what. And that from then on i became different very spewy completely different player were your stats as good i don't your results i i don't really keep stats well um, but what i'm saying I, is i think were you general, winning more as a knit or were you winning more with your new style i would say probably new style for sure really because i think you just get paid off more when you have a hand okay and people are less inclined to bluff you when you're kind of a spewy right player right and obviously you know? you're scary because yeah. you never know, like you know exactly. at any time if you're a nit and you're going to put in your, your uh, try to get some value, you could, your whole stack could be at risk. Right, exactly. For no reason at all other than someone's out of their mind. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Everyone has stopped. So that shifted and that was many years ago, but it definitely And you've a, never turned back. Never turned back, no. And when you... Can't go back to If you happen though. to play now, I'm not saying you do. If you happen to play now, does that still work out for you? Um, Are the results still good? If you were to play. Well. I mean, because I know you played. I've hit some rough patches. I'll just say that. But You've hit some rough patches. Yes. Like rough patches that like ultimately are just like some downswings. Because I know we talked. I won't ever say numbers. But I know we've talked and you've had some like really big downswings. Yeah, I've had some big downswings. It's the name but of the game. But I know. But ultimately you win more than you lose. Um, most of the time, yes. But the last couple of years, questionable. <laughs> So if you're not, <laughs> see, but it's okay. It's a new year. It's a new year. It's a new year. See, I don't understand that. It's hard for me being a nit to understand that. It's hard for me to understand. Like I see, I see guys today come in, uh, like Keating and these other guys that everyone wants to watch, but they don't win. Like maybe they do somewhere else, but they don't on shows. Maybe they, that's just they probably do win somewhere somewhere else. else, right? Probably. Right. I'm just saying probably. I mean, I wouldn't know, but probably I wouldn't either. Yeah. Nobody knows anything in this interview, me or you. It's great. This is the best. Um, um, 
Who's the best right now, in your opinion? I know you may not follow it much, but right now in cash and in I have no idea. tournaments, you don't even. Pay I, I don't even know. You if you gave poker? me a name for the last five years, I would not know it, unless it was someone from five, six years ago. You don't watch poker or pay attention at all. You are totally disengaged. Yes. That's crazy. Well, I mean, when I don't have, I have three kids. I'm a, <clears throat> you know, my friends always. Have you ever make, watched our stream? Besides the, when you've been on it twice, when you lost like 500k. When my buddy. Uh, one of my buddies was on it, and Norman Chad was making fun of him. I watched the first hour and a half. Moish, Misha, Misha. Yes, that one I watched. Yeah. For I watched about for an the hour entertainment of, it, of being just for the rast. entertainment of him getting needled. But that you, was it. Are you friends with Norman Chad? Yes, of course. Okay, good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, it's you know anything that I do takes away time from my kids, right? Yes. So and I'm basically a stay-at-home dad. So right, and your wife's a stay-at-home mom. Yes. Oh, you guys yeah. are staying. You yeah. must have made a lot of money. <laughs> you must have made a lot of money. Not true. It's tough out there. You're no. crazy. It's tough out there. I would love to just say why I think you did. You're buying houses. All you. I don't know what you're doing, man. Life Whatever is good, it is. but it's not. Listen, it's you know. It, oh, you're just a kid with a dream trying to grind out a living. I'm just Give trying me a to break. survive. <laughs> just trying to survive. I really am. <laughs> Just trying okay. to watch my kids grow up, and then one day they'll go on to make money and take care of me. Good. Right? That's, That's my good. plan. Yeah. Give them everything I can. Until How old they... are your kids? Can we know? My son will be eight tomorrow, mm -hmm. and then I have a five-year-old, mm -hmm. and uh, approaching two, one in eight, nine months, my baby daughter. Oh, how cute. You love having a daughter? Oh, my God. This is so cool. Right? And it just kind of started, you know, because yeah. the first year and a half yeah, of you don't life, know. there's no nothing. light bulb. Yeah. Um, but it just kind of started, and she is just incredible. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. It's the absolute best. Yeah, I, I know. And, and I, she has two older brothers oh, as protectors. So, so cool. we have a really strong family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you guys have got a great family. Malls, she's the best. Who's Who are your best friends in poker? Uh, for sure, Rast and, and Phil. And Phil. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, back in the day, who were the worst people in poker? Just bad people. I want to talk about things that are like hard to talk about. I, I, I don't mean, want to talk about all I fluffy even, shit. I don't, was there anyone you're just like, that's just the worst guy in poker? There was a couple people I couldn't stand, but you know. Do we know I, him? I, I, yeah. Who? I'm. I'm. I don't like to blast people. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just someone I haven't talked to did in you ten have, years did you, is going to get a phone call and say, you, "Hey," and Tony just totally, you know. Did you ever have any poker beefs when you were back when you were in it? When you were back, yeah, in the I had day? a couple beefs, and I can't know who. Um, what, 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 there I don't just, know. That's what they want to hear. This is like people like that shit there was a funny I don't want to ask you there was like, a funny what, what's your favorite color like people who cares I say but if they want to if they want to find X beefs or X issues they can go on the internet and why I'm would they go on the internet we're here I understand but it's just not something that I enjoy talking about okay so no you don't want to talk about I live them. a peaceful happy life you don't want to talk about them no not really okay I can if ask you had done better research you could have said hey what happened with this and then I would have spoken about it but you didn't do better research so who's that on you or me Okay, tell me about your beefs with uh, Seaver. And I've done my research. <laughs> I just wanted you to say it with Seaver <laughs> and uh, Berkey. Go ahead. All right, you want to be a dick? I, I had no I had no beef with Seaver. He... Oh, um, oh. I didn't have a beef with him. Okay. He just didn't like my commentary on the ESPN mm -hmm. and tweeted out that I should be removed from the booth. Right. And he tweeted that to Maury, who's the uh, producer of the show. Okay. And I was a little offended because we were friends. Yeah, and so and since it's really not a beef, you've spoken to him since? Uh, he actually did come up to me at Burning Man. 
Um, but pretty much no. No, you well, he came out to me at Burning Man and apologized, and that was oh. it. That was the last time. Okay. Yeah. And really wasn't one with Matt. He just piled on a little bit like he does? Uh, yes, he piled on, and if I remember correctly, he called me an elitist. Mm. But that was really That's ironic. Good. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Why you have something to say about? No, I got nothing. I would never want to. I don't want to have any beefs with him. Why would you ask me that question? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't, Do you I have mean, an issue? I don't want to wake up in the morning and have a beef. I mean, you don't. I did my research. I asked you a question. Well, you have a podcast. You're out there. I don't you're, know. I you're don't know. You're in the limelight. I, you don't think I know? Got, you don't think I know some of the answers to these questions? Going I'm being on. You're in the poker universe. You're listen, like in the middle of listen, it. Listen, you donkey. You don't think that I know the answer? To I, what close to your net worth is? You think I don't know the answer? No, you to, have no idea what okay, my net worth is. Okay, I, I don't have any you idea. You have no idea. Okay, and I know a lot of the other answers, like what you do and how you make money. Okay, great. Okay, sure. But Good I'm saying, you. but I'm being very respectful. Of course. Because of our friendship. Yeah, I understand. Okay, so don't tell me to do but, my research. But what you say... <laughs> you just said, do your research. I know my research. I'm giving you the opportunity to answer Okay, but the, obviously there are certain things I don't want to talk about. Right. Okay. And I tried. But then you you trolled me and said do my research, so okay, I so came you up can't with take a little troll. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're no, we're having fun. We'll take it like this a man. This is what then. we do. I am. Cheers. Where's your water? Why do you care where my water is? I don't know. All right. Let's see here. When you were the old Antonio or the new Antonio, what are what were? I guess you don't play poker anymore, right? Wink, wink. What's your uh, what are your strengths and weaknesses as a poker player? I know you've often said one of your strengths, where I'll just answer for you since you don't like to answer anything, is that your reading ability comes natural. Yes, that was always something that I thought was my stronger, one of my stronger points. Has it helped you, obviously, through your poker career? But where yeah. does that come from? That's not something to learn. I, I, I don't know. I, my mom and dad. Is that why I, you talk it's not constantly like... to your opponent when you're playing is to get a read and to get reactions? Are you looking? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But... um it was also because of the entertainment factor. I can't just sit it. still at a, t at a table for no. five hours and not say anything. Yeah. Because I agreed to play with you at Poker Go for two days straight. And I had never been trolled more in my life for two days straight. It was well, really fun. It was truth fun, though. Is, the truth is, you make it very easy. Yes, I know. Because so, of my style. Well, in general, you just some people are easier to pick on. <laughs> so, well, what can I do if you make it so easy? That's true. I have to at the naturally end of the day, bite. At the end of the right? day, it's my fault. 100%. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Prop bets. Sure. I have done my research. Okay. I am not going to talk about all your prop bets. Okay. But I would There's like... There's many. There isn't many? Okay. So uh, you had one with Bill Perkins that you wouldn't ejaculate for a year. Want to tell us about that? Uh... <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't know, man. Do I just ask you or do I ask the question? <laughs> uh, yes, we bet one year I had to go with no release and no, uh, yes, no self release, no. That, must have, that must have been really hard for you. No release of any one. kind. If it happened in my sleep, in a dream, so be it. That doesn't right. But this isn't a loss. within poker players. There's an honor system that if you, well, there wasn't going to be someone next to me twenty four seven. That's what for I'm saying. Year. So for so him yes, to take that course. bet, that's that's a lot of trust. Of course, do yeah, because you, you could just pop one out and not tell anyone. Sure, but you, that wouldn't be right. Do you trust your friends? I do. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. No. There you have I, it. And isn't it true though? A lot of poker players, like the real core ones that you know are trustworthy, like everything's done just with a word and and a and a handshake. 
It's crazy. Yeah. I trust a lot of poker players more than I trust a lot of, of business people I knew. Yeah, I agree 100%. Isn't that something? Yep. Yeah, there's, there's, and now there's a lot of shitty people out there in the poker world, but I'll tell you, a lot of the poker players just. The good ones have more integrity. The good ones have a lot of integrity. About anybody I know. I agree. You know, so and even the people that I don't necessarily like or get along with that yeah. much, if it was a business transaction or something like that, I would trust a hundred percent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like me. You know, I paid the 105,000 I owed you when I lost my bet. You mean when you were just in the no, and I was Santa, in Santa Claus, mode, yeah. Santa mode. Mm -hmm. Do you still think that Trump will be reinstated back into office? I think it's possible. <laughs> Does your audience know how cuckoo you are? I don't talk politics on my show. Okay. I don't. But I'm I willing understand. to give but I'm willing to give you a good time. So because that's why I said it. Just you think, the, let you me just think tell I'm the not, people. Well, first of all, you think I'm not smart enough to know I if think I give you're a very you that smart guy. No, to give you that nugget that I'm doing it on purpose. Like I know the B I want I'm giving I'm giving you an alley oop. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. But can I please just tell your audience real quick? That's why I brought it up. <laughs> I mean, I was dying for the opportunity. That's why I brought it up because I have a feeling you were going to be too nice this and not mention This nut job, it. bet me, after the election was over and Biden was sworn in, that Trump would be reinstated back into office. Are yeah. you guys listening to what I'm saying? Yeah. And then after we bet, he thought, well, that's not enough. Let me just bet some more. So he called me for more action. And of course, I just said, okay, okay, okay. But you know why? And I just kept firing whatever he wanted. Whatever odds he wanted, he can have it. But you know why? And I just asked him, and he said, there's still a chance yes. that on this term, Trump will be reinstated back into office. Don't you remember when Jim Carrey in the movie Dumb and Dumber said, so you're saying there is a chance? Yeah. That's me. Okay. I'm Jim Carrey. But you're too smart to believe this nonsense well whether i believe it or not i know it entertains you but you do believe it because you put your money on it i well i didn't say a lot of it i did i did which was so beautiful yeah and did you get you know my why? thank you card because yes. my kids all signed a thank you they card did, yeah. with santa yeah the whole and thing. and uh the trees that you have are real nice i yes. bought those yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, I, I feel like when i come over it's part of my my place <laughs> <laughs> hey speaking of my place tell them about the beautiful birthday present that i bought you um you got because it's going up in your beautiful house that I purchased. Of my my famous picture when I won the one drop when I was hugging the bundle. Yeah, like a painted picture. It was very cool. It's cool, my right? Favorite birthday gift. Was anyone, it really? Yes, I swear. That's nice. Yes. Oh wow, good. And you came to my birthday party. That makes and we had me a happy. Great time. Oh, it was one of the we best nights night of my away. life. It was, it was amazing. One of, the, one of the best nights of my yeah. life. It really was. Um, <laughs> let's see here. <laughs> The other, let's see here. Uh, I won't bring up this prop bet. Tell me about the bet you had with Kevin Hart. You actually went into a very serious boxing match with him. Tell us. Uh, oh, wait a minute. You didn't finish about releasing. Let's, yes, let's I get had back to go to a year okay. with no release. Mm -hmm. And we made the bet in Sweden after a few drinks at the bar. And it wasn't one of those things where I had time to think about it. We were just discussing how, you know, how difficult would it be to go a year. And I thought to myself... I could do that. I, I, I remember a friend of mine who went two years and had this whole spiritual experience without release and all these amazing things happened in his oh life. Oh, my God. And I thought, I could do a year for a half a million bucks. This is a long time ago. So half a million bucks was like a, a, a lot of money. Not to say that it's not a lot today because it is. And Bill Perkins put out his hand and he said, you have 10 seconds, 500,000 on the table, one year, no release. And I'm like just looking at his hand thinking to myself, 500 grand, He's going one, two, three. I've had a, maybe three or four drinks. I'm a little buzz, and I just shook his hand, and <laughs> and that was it. And I yeah. had to go a year, 
and nine days later I bought out. And so, Oh, was, nine days you went, nine days I went and then I bought out of the bet. You met a guy you liked? Not your best joke. Cause I tried. Well, I don't know. Save it for someone else. Okay. Edit that. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it in. Please, keep it in. please. It's keep a bad it joke. Keep I mean, it the in. bad jokes I don't, edit, I don't edit stuff like that. Okay. I always let myself get hammered. I never do. It's part of the fun for everybody. Uh, okay. Now tell us about the Kevin Hart thing. How did that happen? Um, I walked into a game and, you know, we're buddies and Can I had ask just... ask you this real quick, mate? My mind's stuck. How much... You're not going to tell me. How much did you buy out for in the half a million? Um, it was... he. Bill owed me one for something else. Okay. And so he gave me a, a, a very reasonable deal. And what was it? I believe it was 25K. Wow, you did get a good deal. Yeah, because... For, well, no, because... I was not going to lose. I'm never going to have an orgasm for 500 grand. I'm never going to say, here's 500 grand so no I can have no, an orgasm. No, 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 no. So I wasn't going to lose that bet. Right. But I didn't want to go through it anymore. Yeah, you had to get out. I wanted to get out. And so he let me out for 25, which was very generous and nice. And he owed me one. So I called in a favor kind of a thing. And fair. It was all that good. That sounds fair. Yeah. That's fun. Don't ever do that again. Uh, that's correct. Yes. Right. Well, Especially now. <laughs> yeah, that ain't going to work. No, that won't work. No. Um, okay. Kevin Hart. Uh, I had gotten to a poker game. Yeah. Um, oh, you want me to wait till you're done no, texting? No, you, want, you know what? Actually, what I was doing is I was looking at the time. Well, what to be just... Hold on. Time out. No, wait. Be nice. To be respectful to you because you said there's a hard out at six and I had no idea what time it was. And okay. I looked at that. It's So what about the last time you looked at your phone? Was it time as It was well? ringing. Oh, okay. It was ringing. So you don't... I turned it so off. So you don't turn your ringer off before you start an interview? No. No, because I have three kids. Very professional. I have three kids. Okay. And you never know. If it's my daughter, I'm taking it. Okay. Yeah, fair. You get that, All right? right? Fine. All right. <laughs> I'll give you that. You can't say anything to that. That is true, though. Um, Anyone else? Yes. So, and, you know, we would have had longer, except your sound camera guy was late. I yes. was here you way were. before I was supposed to be here to give you as much time as you needed. You, so No, I, I was not complaining. So, I just was so trying when to you sure say you're... you have a hard out at six... Yeah, you do. You make it seem as if I'm <clears throat> gotta leave early. No, didn't say. Well, wait, wait, hold that's on. how it came oh, wait, hold across. On. Did anyone hear me it say came across that as Antonio like... had to leave early? What I said was, you have hard a hard out, out at six because yes. those are your words, and me being a respectful friend. Correct. And but appreciating I got here early the to solid. give you at least two hours and twenty minutes. Right. You said and Vincent one and a half. And was late. Yeah. Vincent, Vincent was, was late. late. That's not my fault. <laughs> hey, that's Vincent. your guy. I get it. Okay. I get it. Okay. Kevin Hart. So I walk into the poker game and I had just taken one of these boxing workout exercise classes. And so I came in, you know, like this and everybody starts laughing at me. And of course, Kevin and I are mm -hmm. going back and forth. And he basically said anytime, anywhere, any amount. And I started. And he had boxed these boxes. He had boxed, <clears throat> you know, he had trained box. Trained, yeah. His whole life. He was very, he's very fast. Did he ever have matches? No, no, he never actually yeah, he never actually sparred. Yeah, because when you spar, you run. It, anyways, go ahead. Well, there's a big difference when yeah. the mitts don't hit back. That's right. You know. Yeah. Um, but he is extremely athletic, right? Yeah. He's a machine. He works out all the time, and he's not really a human when it comes to training and needing sleep and yeah and whatnot. Anyway, so we discussed it throughout the course of the evening, and eventually landed at thirty-five to one odds. And I would have seven months to train. And nobody in the room thought I should take the bet. 
Right. And then when I discussed it with my wife and some other friends, there wasn't a single person that thought I had a chance in hell. And you put 10K down, yeah? Yes. Okay. And <clears throat> the, the main reason I wanted to take this bet is because my cardio at the time was awful. Mm-hmm. I never did cardio. I, I, I did some weights and whatnot. But when it came to cardio, I mean, I died out so quick. And I just knew that. You wanted that to give yourself a purpose. I knew that, uh, you know, f- being 40 something years old yeah. right, or in my early 40s that right. I should really work on my cardio and I needed the motivation and so I took the bet f- with with that in mind and also to learn how to fight right because yeah. I have kids and I should probably learn this and I'm getting 35 to 1 okay so I get one bad hit I go down I lose 10 grand whatever I got in shape I did it I got in the ring I get to show my kids so I found um, an Olympian gold medalist retired boxer Audley Harrison, who's the coolest. I love the guy. We became really good friends. And I got him out of retirement to come train me for this fight only. He's a poker player, so it kind of worked out really well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Daniel actually introduced us. Hmm. And um, anyway, we did seven months. We trained five days a week in the morning boxing every day, an hour and a half. And then I did four running, sprinting, kind of cardio-esque exercises in the evening. And then some afternoons I would do cryo and all these, you know, different things in order to get my body back in shape because it took a, it took a toll. Does the Cairo stuff really work? The chiropractor? No, the, you said the, the 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 cryo? Cryo. Yeah. You, you sit in a chamber for three minutes. I'm considering getting one. You know, maybe it was placebo, but I felt that it worked. Okay. But you got to go the higher level and you got to stay in there for three minutes. It's pretty awesome. Okay. Do you remember what level that thing was? Like a one, a two, or a three? I did the highest level and you do three minutes. That's all I remember. Three minutes? Yes. No shit. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so we did that. And then as we were um, getting closer and closer and closer, you know, the fight was looming and I was a bit nervous, um, but I know that Kevin, you know, deep down, he loves me. He's not, he's not, I'm not going to get seriously. I mean, I could get hurt, right? I could get knocked down. Yeah. But I'm not going to die, right? Yeah. Of so I wasn't worried about that. He's not trying to actually kill me. He's definitely going to try and knock me down. He just wants to win the bet. Right. Yeah. And I didn't train to knock him out. I trained to not get knocked out and win by points. And right. everything that my trainer told me, my coach told me, is, a, is exactly what happened. To a T. He gassed out? He gassed out. He said when he comes close, when he comes inside... Put your weight on him. He's going to fight to get out. He's going to tire himself out. Mm. And the first round just kind of went by, and I was feeling super good and super jacked up and zero tired. Wow. And, I mean, I was just on How long were the rush. rounds? Two or three minutes? Three minutes. Three three-minute rounds. Those are, that's long. It's longer than you I mean, can imagine. I know. I've done some of it. It's long. It is not. It's no easy task. Mm-mm. And towards the beginning, middle of round two <clears throat> is when I realized that I actually could win this fight. Got because it. how many rounds? Three? Three three rounds. Okay. So every time he would throw a punch, he would just come for these massive Hail Marys. And I would just step back and he would just dodge right here. I mean yeah. he just whiffed every single one, yeah. right? And my reach, I just kept jabbing and moving around, jabbing and moving around, which is exactly what I was what told. You were to told do. to do, yeah. And the sparring partner that I had throughout the fight was um a gentleman named Brian Vloria, who was literally Kevin's size. Perfect. Who is who was an absolute beast. I mean, this kid was so fast, I couldn't believe it. After our sparring, he would stand in front of me, put his hands down and say, hit me in the face. And yeah. I could not hit him one time. He would just... Wow. So, I, I, you know, I put in some serious hours with him, sparring-wise. 
So when I got in the ring with Kevin, I was super comfortable. And Kevin was much slower than Brian, right? And he didn't land a single real punch. Right. You know, one of his Hail Marys that would have knocked me out. And all of a sudden, in the middle of round two, he had nothing. Oh, no. He had nothing. Zero. I mean, I just... I, so he didn't take this as seriously as he should have. No. He tr he tried to give off the appearance that he was taking it very seriously. <clears throat> but he didn't. Yeah, yeah. When I went to go visit him a couple times, he had a bunch of sparring stuff on the ground. He did that on intentionally. He told me later to mess with me. <laughs> just your head, yeah. Yeah, and, and it did because I'm like, oh, my gosh, this guy's really training. I'm yeah. dead. He would send me a you know a video of him and, and, and Mayweather training. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Oh, my God, it's not good. Yeah. But in the end, he only I think he only sparred twice. Oh, no. He, he just really, he really, yeah. And he, he also, he's not really one to prep. You know, he had just done a movie. He flew in literally the day before. He just thought you were going to be easy picking. He just thought he was going to get in the ring and knock me out. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, I trained. I put in the work. I didn't have a single drink for seven months. I was a machine. Yeah. And I won the fight. 350? I won the fight. Did he well, pay you? Of course he paid me. What? I like asking. <laughs> I don't know. I, of course he paid you, but of I... Of course. Yeah, he won 350. Yeah, it was That's nice. That's not a bad payday. No, it was not I a mean, bad payday. I mean, some boxers don't make that. Yeah, it was good. That's right. It didn't suck. There no. were some other bets on the side as well. There was. Yeah, there what was were some... they? <laughs> Here we go. Nah. Hey, what are you going to do? Look over there. All right. That's cool. Um, okay. A couple more questions I have for you. Do you have any questions for me? I'm shocked uh, I haven't been trolled more. Who is going to be the next president? <laughs> Just stop. Just stop. I don't know. Who, who do you want to be the next president? Trump. I'm not embarrassed of that. I will take a beating in the comments section. That's okay. I live in a free country. I should be able to say, hey, there's 60 to 80 to 100 million other people that feel how I do. You know, I, that listen, is true. I have nothing against a lot of the stuff that Trump did yeah. for the country. Yeah. I don't like him as a person. I know a lot of people. Okay. Don't. Yeah. My whole thing is how can a guy as smart as you want to bet me that Trump is going to be president after Biden was sworn in? That to me is the most astonishing thing I could hear. I know. And I love it. Yeah. And my bank account loves it. Yeah, but and I won't take the bait and try to explain it. And I I mean, you have to be watching QAnon or whatever no. that is. It's mm -mm. something. No, who's that? Where I mean, where do you get your news? You know, did yeah. Hillary eat babies? Yes or no? No, no, no. I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't there. I would never go into those type of things. No, no, no. Okay. No, that's not. You never, have to be pretty. I've never said anything like that to you. I know. You but know that. In order to believe. That's not the same thing. It's pretty There's some constitutional insane. things that are that are in place there. Eating babies is above my pay grade. Okay. I, I would never accuse anyone. I don't ever say anything about anyone unless I know it for sure. I just think it's reckless. And the same, same thing goes with the poker community. They all do that. They accuse everyone of things, all this stuff. I don't do that. And the same thing goes for if someone ate a baby. If I saw him eat the baby, I'll let you know. Okay. Other than that, Noted. I don't know anything. Noted. Okay, fair enough. Yes. What is the end result? Uh, and I'm sure you've talked That's about That's my next it question for you. times. Yeah, go ahead. Of the, the Jack Four? The Jack Four. <clears throat> sure. And then I want your opinion on that after. Sure. It, sure. It may be short. I don't know. Sure. I've watched the hand. Yeah. So the end result is this. It, the end result in just pure results, like what we found. Right. It's inconclusive. We right. had uh, a cyber, an independent cyber team come in. They turned our system upside down to look for uh, it being penetrated in any way. We don't got to go into all the technical things. We tore our table apart, the deck, the shuffler. We looked at every video there was to look at that we had available to look at. Um, and... Uh, and 
that was inconclusive. I, I can't say today, and nor would I, unless I knew, like I said, to my point, that what happened. I have my thoughts on which way I lean. I have changed my mind over the course of the past four months or whatever, a few times. Um, but because there are other people involved in this, that there is one person out of those two that is either guilty or wrong. And it's reckless for me if I don't know 100% just to say or to put my stamp on something because if Robbie didn't do anything inappropriate, it sucks for her. Big although time. although she's leaned into this and hasn't done bad, but right. but it's still horrible. Kind of it. It's still horrible if you're a person and you have emotions and feelings. And Garrett, if he is right, regardless, if there is no proof, he'll never be right. And he's put himself in such a position that he has basically, I don't want to say ended his poker career, but um, pretty much has put himself in 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 a bad spot. And I feel for him regardless. But how would it end his poker career? Well, what I mean, okay, sorry. I, I shouldn't say end his poker career. He's going to play poker and well, let's will let's play talk about. I'm not saying he ended it where he can't play poker, but Garrett had... Um, Garrett had a a persona of the golden boy. He hard, I, Garrett could play every hand horrible, and he played it the best in everyone's eyes. He was loved and revered. Yeah. I mean, okay. He's a great guy. I, he is a great guy. I, I've had very Listen, few interactions with him, and I really like them. I like him too. Right. Okay, there's none of that with me. Right. Uh, Garrett is a great guy. Okay, hear it out. I love Garrett. He's a great guy. He's never done anything to me negative, And I think his intentions have always been good. What I'm saying is that he believes so wholeheartedly in what happened that he had put himself out there. And I would have, you know, looking back at it from a 10,000 view, I thought it should have been handled different for his sake. I guess what I'm saying at end of the career, I, that's, that's too dogmatic. He was revered. He was the golden boy. Now he is taking a lot of heat, a lot of hate. Um, a lot of people have turned on him because of it. And, and if he is right, it sucks. Right. Because if someone loses. Someone loses. Someone and loses. I, and that hurts me because right. there's somebody there that's a human being that is hurting over it. Right. That, that isn't, that isn't being, um, treated right for whatever, you know, whoever that is, whatever happened, I don't know. And so, and neither side is going to change and so. neither side is going to change. They're both dug in. And, and so when I say his end of his career, it's like, you know, Garrett was, Garrett does. Garrett wants to be liked like anyone else, but especially Garrett too. And he's, he has struggled in the past with depression. And it's. I'm not saying he's not doing great right now. He might be, but I feel for him because it sucks. And he had a cherry patch. Garrett had a cherry patch. So in principle, he did what he thought was right. But 135,000 probably should have just. Get, even if you want to give another 135,000, because you're 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 winning millions of dollars playing in games that like are pretty much like he's going to print. And so now he's not going to probably, if he doesn't play in our place again, and I don't know if he will, he's not, I don't know if he will, he's not going to get that. But that, that is his choice. Yes. Not your well, guys, obviously, right? Well, it's his choice. Because if he wants to play, obviously he can play, no? It would have to be a discussion. Like, I'm not saying he can't. But it, we, we, Ryan and I would have to discuss it because this thing, you, you have saw little parts of it. And you have some friends that were filling you in. This was so big that it's like, do we let both sides play again? Do we only let one side? We don't know. And but what merit would you have to not? I'm let? not saying we wouldn't. There is no right, merit. But you're saying it has to be a discussion. It has and to be I'm a discussion. Why would it even have to be a discussion? Because he well, accused someone. The, of... What, wouldn't it have to be a discussion if we wanted if we wanted to let Robbie play again? Well, you have no evidence that she cheated. Correct. Right. But but we are a business and we are a show, and we have people polarized on both sides. 
and we have to make a decision what's best for our show. Not what's best for what's... Right. And what's right. What's right. 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 We have to do what's right. Number one is what's right. What's right, but we also have to do what's best for our business, right? So those right. things go together. So when I say we have to have a talk, I'm just saying the fact that it's not as simple as you think. There's a lot of... Yeah. I mean, I don't know the whole story. That's what I mean. I wasn't... I didn't I know. see you everything. Didn't even I just see got the cliff notes I, that's here what and I mean. there. People would give you cliff notes. You would ask me occasionally what's up, what's going right. on. So there was so much... That's what I'm saying. If you and I talked like off air it's three hours we won't but it's a two-hour conversation and it's very complicated and there was a lot of grief and pressure and hate and people in our staff that were um, upset and were attacked and accused and you know this all came from the accusation you understand so this accusation and all the posts and and the stuff that were put up did put a stress on our business so some of the things Ooh. Garrett did put a real stress right, on our you business cannot we wouldn't fault him I do for not the fault, accusation. I do not fault him. Because I think for it. it's natural for any person in his position to accuse, right? The whole poker community, half the poker community felt that way because it made no sense. Right. I do not fault Garrett. Do not, I never want anyone to misunderstand. I do not fault him right. at all. And if he's listening and he does listen, not at all. He's a great guy. And, I, and if I didn't think so, I would say. I would say. So what's your thoughts on it? I, I don't really, I mean, at first I thought no way that she was cheating. And then after all these other conspiracy videos came out and whatnot, I was like, oh, maybe she is. Um, you know, and then, of course, when the team comes in and does all this investigation and, and you know, and all this other stuff um, kind of leans you towards to maybe she's not. That's right. I've never really been on one side or the other. Because I've kind of always like limboed. Because on, it's that kind of situation. I've, I've been swinging the whole time. That's and what I honestly, doing. I have no idea. Whether she cheated or not. Join the club. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Join the club. But one thing I will say, and who said it best was Daniel on my show, which will be out Monday. It's going to be out this Monday. Is unless you have hard proof somebody cheated, you can't say they did. It's reckless. Because listen, if I was playing poker with you and I thought you cheated me, for whatever reason, and I believed it, like it didn't make sense. It has to be true in order for it that's to right. be something. So Otherwise, it's so unfair to the person. That's what my point is accused. when I say what I said earlier about why it's a tough situation for us. Because as Daniel put it, and this is how I feel about it, unless you have hard proof, there are, again, I don't even want to say this because I say it in the last five podcasts and it's just annoying now to say it again, but I got accused in this process. Now everyone went to shit and because I'm a winning player and I'm winning a lot. Which I, is shocking, but continue. On. Okay. But aces don't come around that often. I right? know, but you gotta like when we're being serious, you gotta be serious yeah, for a second. I'm okay. serious. All right. <laughs> All right. But my point is, is like once you do that to somebody, that stain is on them. You 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 can't shake it. There you're you're still innocent but you have that tag on you that just kind of lingers with you. So, you know, there's some people out there who just go, yeah, like you said, well, I don't know, maybe he did, meaning me. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, I don't know. Like, I don't know for sure. And it sucks because I know I didn't. And so that's why I'm saying, like, even for Robbie, you just can't do that. Yeah. That's all I'm saying, man, is like, if I said that about you and I got, you know, 5,000 people to maybe think it's possible, that sucks for your reputation. It's very unfair for someone who didn't that's, cheat to be accused of cheating. That's what I mean. And you I feel if, if she didn't, I would feel very bad for Robbie. That's, that's very right. bad. Right. But we don't know. So that's why you have to be careful. Right. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So I guess we agree. Um, the last few things I have, unless you have any more questions for me. 
because I want to get you out of here on time. Um, are you packing? Yes. In the room? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Look over there. Okay. <laughs> I'm always packing. Maybe, but I don't know if I am right now because I'm going to be like you. I'm going to be coy. All right. Ready? Go ahead. All right. Any more? I'm sure something will come to mind. Well, we're, we're wrapping up. No, okay. I'm good. The last two questions and a final thought. Do you or do you think you're going to have any other poker goals in your life or is that ship sailed? Have we seen the last of your poker career, if you will, or do you have any current goals that even down the line you want to accomplish? Well, that's a great question. I haven't thought of it much. Uh, and the answer is the only other thing that I dream of is to win a tournament when my kids can witness it live. Mm -hmm. So that is something that'll be way further down the line when sure. they can actually be in the poker room. But as far as for myself, no, not okay. really. I feel pretty satisfied with what I accomplished. Yeah, you accomplished a lot. And I'm at total peace in my life. And I don't sit and daydream about what else I could have done or what more I can do. Yeah. Because poker is secondary. Well, you know, a lot of people wish they could get to that peace in their life. So you're very lucky that you have everything you're, you, that you need. Well, I would say that if you find love and start a family, yeah. you'll have it. And I know that's the, the source of your happiness. It's really, it's, really, it's really wild how when you watch something you love so much, experience something, that experience is 10 times meaningful to than, than myself having that experience, right? Yes. So if my kid does something and he accomplishes and he has a breakthrough... Watching that is 10 times better than doing it myself, whatever that may be. Yeah. You know, watching my kid, my seven-year-old ski a double black diamond last year was so satisfying to him and right. to me to sure. do it together. Yeah. You know, that is better than anything. Yeah. And I, you know, I have three girls and they're older now. My youngest is 18 and, and it's, it's great, but your ages are the nuts. Oh, it's They're incredible. the nuts. I literally could tear up and cry thinking about how much I miss it. Yeah. Because I'm like you are. I That's how I feel about my, my, my girls. Love is the answer at it's, the end of the day. It is. Bob Marley was right. He was right. And it actually did tear me up. But I've often told people this, until you have your own baby, and if you're any kind of normal human, the love is something you can't explain. Correct. It's literally... Unexplainable. My best friend in the world is back and forth about whether or not they should have a kid. Oh, and he's my best friend. Yeah. And I'm trying to talk sense into him. Yeah. Explaining to him. Oh. Because you can't explain that feeling until you experience it. Yeah. And I've had people say, oh, no, but I have nieces, nephews. I love them. It's no, not the same. It's not the same. No. I'm, you have I'm to sorry. do it in order to understand I'm sorry. It. That first one, I swear, my oldest, Gianna, she's my, I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like immediately upon exit, it's a must. my life changed. It's a must. It's crazy. Um, besides knowing that, of course, what's your core and what's most important to you, but, and, and sure, if it's your kids or what, any personal goals that you have before you leave this planet? Um, personal goals. Yeah. Maybe not. Not, not really. <laughs> no. He just I've just I've been living a really clean, healthy uh lifestyle. I just made yeah. a no drinking bet for three months. Nice. Um and I'm trying to work out, you know, seven, six, seven times a week. When's your next party? I just got another invitation to that same I'm place. I'm running it back. When? February eleventh. But is that three months? Are you have to are you gonna drink? No. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. You're gonna go and not drink. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Good time. What do you need to do to have a good time? I will be in a room filled with love. <laughs> love is. It's my not drug. gonna be a white party again. Love is. is it? Is, yes, it will. No. It's the same exact party again. You're just gonna run it back. It's part two. It's but part exactly two. the same. The sequel. Yes, and if I was to partake in anything else, which yeah. I won't, because my body's a temple, uh, it certainly wouldn't be alcohol, because alcohol is the worst thing you could put in your body. Yeah. The no one that's legal thing. is the one that's the worst. Yeah, and that's something. It's incredible. It's it something. actually is I know. the worst. <laughs> it is. It's crazy. Any final thoughts at all, or are we just going to wrap this up? Uh, no, I'm just excited for the next election cycle, the next presidential cycle, because I have, you know, my kids you tuition done yet, were you? and I have all sorts of bills. And so sure. just please don't lose my number because I'm going to need a little injection of money into my account. You got it. Thank you. All right. But I will say on a serious note, even though I know you were serious, <laughs> um, I do appreciate you coming here because I know how hard it is for you to get in your car and to come to Orange County. Well, you are my anything. friend. I know. And, and I appreciate that. And it doesn't come, it doesn't go unnoticed. So I do appreciate that. And I would do anything for you too. And, um, I guess the next time I see you, we'll be at your house. How much would I have to pay you to vote democratic next cycle? Well, the votes don't count anyways because it's rigged. <laughs> so pay me my buck five back and I'll vote for anyone you want. And just for the record, I I'm will not vote, saying... I will, you can come with me and watch my hand check it. I'm not saying I'm going to vote Democratic, okay? I have actually started to steer a lot in the last few years. Mm -hmm. There's just some nonsense on both sides. It's, yeah. But I just to watch you vote for a Democrat I'll do it. How so will you give me the 100K? I will literally walk in there with you and you can watch my vote. No, because they're all... It's all set. No, let's do it. No, it's Come fixed on. anyway. We'll video no, it. The fixed, the no, mail it's legit. Ballots. It's not real. It's legit. I want to no, cast I my mean, vote. Trump didn't really lose the election, did he? <laughs> I don't talk politics on my show, dude. Did he lose the election? Not answering you. Can we just have that? What's your net worth? Can we just have What's that? What's your net worth? Did he lose the election? What do you do for a living right now? I do podcasts. <laughs> This I'm is the Nick Fertucci <laughs> show. I am Nick Fertucci. This is Antonio Magic Antonio Esfendiari. Envy out. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs>